No matter how creative we are, and we're both creative people, no matter how creative we are, we're we're not we're there's nothing new under the sun we're not going to reinvent the concept of santa but capitalizing yes. on all of that brand equity and then saying well we're not open during this time but all these elves that are running around you know what do you what do you think santa's elves do the rest of the year well they help show they work creation for, me. for the yeah they work for me <laughs> they work yes. for me they work for steve bizogany yes right. exactly <laughs> yes i i have them on a contract <laughs> that's right that's awesome. Martians landed. Yes. Wearing Prada suits. Yes. Drinking Henry's seltzer. Yes. Chewing juicy fruit. Yes. And your branding here. Yes, brand. Your message here. Yes. And a verse about. Yes. Your product here. Yes. I'm Hirsch Redman. Yes. And I'm a message therapist. Yes. And I have a podcast. Yes, brand. That's right. That's it. Yes. We'll help you fix the world. Yes. Or your bottom line. All right. Your bottom line. Get it. I get it. Welcome to the Yes Brand Podcast. Yes. With me today is Steve Bizogany. Steve is the CEO and founder of Appreciation Advocate. If you're a customer of his, it's going to really help you take care of your clients and your customers. Prior to starting this, he sold over $100 million worth of real estate, and he did it working three to four days a week and taking a month or two off during the year. And so let's come into this with a little respect, because that, that is something that I have not been able to do. I don't think I've sold $100 million worth of real estate. I don't think that I've worked only three or four days a week, and I've definitely not taken off two months. So you're ahead of me on all three counts, Steve. <laughs> Regardless, I like people on my show who are doing something that I haven't figured out yet how to do. So welcome to Yes Brand. Oh, man, I'm super excited to be here. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so what we're going to start with is give me the one floor elevator pitch on appreciation advocate. Okay, yeah, for sure. So basically what we do is we are... For any kind of small business owner that's trying to show appreciation for their best people, like their A-plus clients, like their, their, their super best people, we do all of the appreciation for that small business owner because it takes so much time to go out and buy gifts, to, to actually think about what to give people, then go out and buy them, then to personalize them, then to wrap them, then to ship them, then to write a personal note to go with them. We do all of that for the small business owner or the solopreneur who can't afford an assistant of paying 30, 40, 50,000 a year. You just basically call us for, you know, less than five grand a year and you've got this whole thing taken care of and you, and we're completely invisible. Like we don't put our branding on your gifts to your clients. So we're basically like we were talking about a little bit before the show. Um, you know, Santa's elves do all the work and Santa gets all the credit. You know, we're Santa's elves and you're Santa. <laughs> well, okay. So how is that? How is that doable? So I would understand if you had someone on staff and paid them thirty-five or forty thousand dollars a year, or even part-time, to do that, to handle mm -hmm. that. Um, how are you guys able to do it at such a cost-effective scale? Yeah. So we do it. Uh, we have a lot of relationships with a lot of different vendors, and that we've built. So I actually these relationships actually started in my real estate career because I did this exact thing for my clients. I used to send my clients like custom engraved Cutco scissors and they would get like custom Bose speakers and stuff like that. Anything that, that would have lasting power within their home. Cause a lot of real estate agents, I mean, and I'm, 
crapping on them a little bit just because I am used to be one and I know I can kind of talk to what they do. So like the typical real estate agent would go to a, a settlement. Congratulations on your first time house. Here's this bottle of champagne. They're going to drink that and it's gone. And which in terms of a brand, branding is all about impressions. Everything is about impressions. So when you give someone a gift that's food or con a consumable like bottle of champagne, it's it's a fart in the wind gift. That's what I call it because it makes one. It makes what makes called one. You get one impression out of 365 days a year, and you're forgotten. However, I give them Cutco scissors with their name engraved on it. They're gonna think of me every time they use the scissors. That's like 365 impressions a, a year. So my impression, yeah. my brand is, and it's a high quality item. Cutco is no joke. That's a really nice company with a really nice product. So basically, to answer your question, how we do this is we really have to, and this is where the small business owner has to come into play, is we give them a homework assignment. Say so like, okay, cool, we're hiring you, Steve, great. You come into our company, list your top 25 people. Now tell me a little bit about each one of them. Like, if you can't tell me about them, then you they probably aren't your top 25 because you've got to know who your people are. Like, do you know their kids? Do you know their names? Their kids' birthdays? Their pets? Their pets' birthdays? What kind of pets they have? What their hobbies are? What their interests are? Are they married? Are they divorced? Are they getting married? Are they having a baby? All of these things, you can, you can go down a million different rabbit holes and come up with all kinds of cool gifts to do these things. And, you know, like I had a client once who they were having a baby. He was a runner and she was a, um, no, he was a obsessive shoe guy and she was the runner. And so I had, um, I went on to Etsy and I had a custom pair of Nike stitched shoes made for the baby. And they were both over the moon about it because he's a shoe guy and she's a runner. So, of course, right. the baby wearing these cool Nikes that are specially knit just for their kid in their favorite colors, of course they were going to. And they told all their family members and friends and I get all the referrals in the world and they're, I mean, it's a raving customer right there. So are these all high-end gifts primarily? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep it, I would say probably like 50 to $75 or higher per gift. But here's the thing. I like... I don't, there's, there's ways in real estate. There's a guy named Brian Buffini. He teaches people how to do real estate at a very high level. And he's an exceptional coach, probably the best in all of North America. But I would say is he teaches people to do pop buys where you pop by with a small gift for a client, which mm -hmm. is great. But the gift is usually a low quality gift. Like that he teaches people to give. He does. It's like, you know, like ketchup, mustard and relish. Hey, you know, whatever for the summer barbecues that you got going on, whatever. It's great. It's a consumable though. So I won't give a gift every month because one, it dilutes the importance of the gift because it, you know, it's, it's every month. It's like, okay, it's, you know, whatever, but mine show up two to four times a year at random times. So you would think right now during the holidays, I'm a pretty busy guy. Not at all. We stop gifting from after Thanksgiving to the end of the year because yeah. so, cause if you show up when everyone else does, then you're just another fish in the pond. So, right. but if you get a gift in the middle of February or, you know, July 25th, as opposed to December 25th, you know, Christmas in July, you'll, you'll be the only one giving that person a gift versus, you know, show up on December 25th when everyone else does. Let's say that, that I, I wanted to give a really, you know, important client a gift. And I said, okay, I'm going to do it like July or, or you recommend a certain time and, yeah. and you would, and how do you know what to say at that moment? Because if you're picking a random moment, it takes away at least the obvious thing, which I like, but it takes away that obvious thing of happy holidays because it's not a holiday. So what do you, mm -hmm. how do you yeah. approach that? So it's a shock and awe factor there. 
which is what yeah. you want because that shock and all is what's going to make people remember you. Again, branding is entirely about impressions. And I'm writing a book called The Impression Scale right now. It's going to we'll, we'll get, you know, we'll deal with that another time. But right. basically, the every impression has a different value. Obviously, first impressions are the biggest impression. They have more value. The more impressions someone has of you, the more accurate they're able to to make judgment of you. So to answer your question, if you're trying to reach, we have different packages. So we have one package where you can hire us and we'll take care of your top 25 people for a whole year. Another package we have is called our door opener package. Basically you can just to get any door you want and all of networking open. Like say you're trying to get a hold of someone, but you can't reach them. We have a package where you can say, Hey, look, I need to get in touch with this guy. How do I get in touch with that guy? And we'll create an entire mind-blowing explosion like type of package to get this person's attention. Now, that is more of a higher-end package because it's designed to blow one person's mind out of the water for an entire year. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a complete mind grenade package. Well, well what, if it, what if it was something where you wanted to get a hold of somebody, but you, you, you couldn't get a hold of them, you couldn't get through to them, but it wasn't like they were going to be worth a million dollars. It's just... They're kind of a linchpin to something that you need. So if, if you are trying to get to someone that you don't know yet or trying to maybe become, you know, a, get to that linchpin type person. Yeah. Then, but you're only getting kind of close, then hit what's kind of close. Hit the, the sphere around them. Hit up their assistant, gift their assistant, gift their wife, gift their kids, whatever, whatever is close to that person, right. hit them up, hit them up with whatever kind of thing you can give them. Now... I guess that's probably the wrong thing to say. Not whatever you can give them. Something that's nice of high quality, not like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, but like, but get into those ears, and specifically within the company. Like if you're trying to get to a CEO of a company, get to the assistant, get to the person at the front desk, get to the CFO if you can, the COO if you can. Anybody who's in that close circle, hit them up with something because it's going and if you do it on a consistent basis i wouldn't say like it doesn't have to be monthly but to you it's consistent to them it's random so yeah. whatever kind of plan you come up with and that's one of the things we do with people is we build the plan that then they sign off on it we do it but like that's what you basically just come up with that whole that that whole plan there and then we just execute it and then eventually we you can't be ignored forever that's basically yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Persistence is a very important part of it. And knowing how to be persistent without being annoying. You've been doing appreciation advocate for 10 years now? Yeah, I've been in the, the appreciation business. I've been in for, 20, what is it, 2012? Yeah, so 2012. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, okay. And so how did you start to build that that uh, customer base? Like what was the initial way that you promoted promoted yourself, got the word out about your your business when it was new? So it actually kind of started with real estate. So I got, um, I was taught real estate the way most real estate agents are taught, which is to spend 70% of our time when we first get our license, acting and cold calling and door knocking and doing all that stuff, which internally destroys my soul. <laughs> like, it, like it eats yeah. me alive. And I'm like, I can't do that. Cause like when, when you're on those calls, you have to like, you have to like talk your way into an appointment. Yeah, you're and you selling. Have, you're you're hard selling from the minute you're. Yeah, and I'm not a hard seller guy, and I'm I'm actually terrible at it to be completely honest with you. Yeah. So so I'm like, why? And, and it's more work. So for me, I'm like, where do I find the low hanging fruit that when I walk into the appointment, I'm basically already going to have the deal. So like, and then I met that guy Brian Buffini. Or I heard about him. I got his coaching programs, 
and he taught this business all about his, his, his whole coaching program is called the referral marketing plan. And I, I got into that and learned his business that way. And I was like, wow, this guy is great. This is how I'm going to do my business. And then I just basically took what he taught and then just put it on steroids. <laughs> and yeah. instead of doing the, you know, popping by and seeing somebody, I'm going to leave you with, um, here's a Tumblr that's custom made with your name on it and it's made in your favorite color. And it's got a cool little logo on the side of it because I know you like camping, so I put a little tent on the side of it too. Like all kinds of – or something like that. Or a, a custom speaker, like I said, it's got their name engraved on the side of it or and it's in their favorite color. And, and they like to go camping and they are like to do water sports, so it's a waterproof speaker. They can bring it on the boat with them and it floats and it's like all kinds of like stuff like that. So, yeah. But your client has to know – has to feed you this info. Right. They have to say, oh, he's yeah. a golfer. She loves cooking. She loves travel, um, whatever it might be. Right? Yeah. So in real estate, yeah. So for we in real estate, we spend a lot of time walking buyers around and you get to know them and you get to meet them. And, you know, buyers take a little bit more time to hit a home before a seller. Like a seller, you basically, you know, you go into the house and you list the house and that's basically as much contact as you have other than, you know, keeping yeah. them up to date. But with buyers, you go through six, seven, eight, 12, 20 homes sometimes with these people, you really get to know them. So, and you get to talk to them and stuff like that. So you, you do learn those things. Now for other types of businesses that are not real estate, that are not as hands-on, you, you as the small business owner need to come up with ways to get to know them. Or if there's a consultation call, maybe you do a client party. That was a big thing. What I used to do, it's, I used to do two a year um, where we did client events where we, brought them in like and to say come in let's get to know you more i i want to know everything about who you guys are and what you like what to do your taste everything yeah mm -hmm. and then so when you got it off the ground where you you were going to mostly people that you already had in your real estate business did uh, yeah. you start by saying okay people in my business could definitely benefit from this yeah um mm -hmm. yeah for and, me yeah sorry yeah. go ahead is there more no, questions? I, was just gonna, I just get, wanted to get a sense of the scale of how many people it took on your in your group to to be servicing clients. Like how many? Oh, that's it's actually not as hard as you think because it's so yeah. we take everything up front. Like we do it. Like if I if you were a client of mine, you'd call me. I'd give you your homework assignment. You give me your list of twenty five people. We're gonna put a little thing together, and once you sign off on it, we're gonna put everything in place. We're gonna basically buy all the gifts right away. And we're just going to have it stored in our warehouse. And then you just, based on whatever the dates are that you assigned us in the, in the plan, we're going to hold it. And when it's time to get shipped, we ship it right. with the card inside. So, like, it's all front-loaded. So to service one client may only take us, like, well, depending on who it is and what they've got and how fast and responsive they are, it could only be, like, you know, less than 30 days will take care of you for the whole year. Right. So, like, it's not as crazy. You don't need a, you don't need a massive team. We have, like, I think we're at six people right now. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, yeah. So when you think about your, your brand, what would you say are like the top three signposts for your, you know, core values for your brand? Sure. Uh, gratitude is obviously the big one. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I would say doing things a little bit differently. So I guess unique would be the other one. So you got to be unique. You got to use gratitude. Um, and then also consistent. So because if you're not consistent in your behavior, then you're not going to be then you're just a flash in the pan or a fart in the wind or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. So like you have to be consistent with it because yeah. consistency builds and displays your character. And that's when we goes back to that impression scale I was talking about with you. Like yeah. you have to give people more 
impressions of you so that they can come up with an accurate judgment of you. And the more accurate, the more impressions you give them, the more accurate they'll be. And you just want to make sure that the more positive impressions and positive and positive, and that way they land on that positive side versus, you know, oh, cool, you know, one gift, great. Oh, you gave me a gift once four years ago. Right, <laughs> right. In other words, you, you're conditioning people to expect, expect certain things from you. So <laughs> yeah. if you treat them like garbage, then you're at least conditioning them that you're a jerk and you're going to treat people like garbage. And then they won't be surprised. They may not want to do business with you, but they won't be shocked. Yeah, at least Whereas he's a consistent you, a-hole. <laughs> yeah, if you get them a really, really nice gift one year and then the next year you get them a Starbucks you know, card oh, you know, for 50 bucks, and then they're going to be <laughs> like, well, wow, that's, that's, that's a dip. From what yeah. they, you know, so yeah, you're right. Now, where do you, where do you think you got this, these values from this idea of appreciation and gratitude is clearly well ingrained in you. Yeah. So uh, where did that things. start? Yeah. So, uh, big, uh, Brian Defini is actually my big guy for that. So right. he actually taught me, he totally changed my whole mindset in real estate when he taught the principle of working by referral. And that was a big thing for me. And I was like, okay focus on the relationship. Don't be transactional, be relational. That was like the big point for me. Like that was a huge change. He's a big mentor of mine. My Mount Rushmore of mentors would be like Brian Buffini, John Ruland, Steve Harvey, and like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> so uh -huh. like, okay. so, so like Steve Harvey is a big guy on gratitude as well. And then John Ruland wrote the book Giftology and he is big on this whole thing too. And he does a lot of similar things that our company does. He, he's just on a bigger scale, like his ideal clients, like a seven figure earner, mine's like a six figure earner. So like, and all of these guys all talk about gratitude all the time. So I'm just like, that's gotta be a thing. Like, I, yeah. that's how, so that's how it started. And I just got into it that way. And I'm like, okay, gratitude. Now the whole point of the business though, is gratitude's a business where you can't sell gratitude. That's the problem with it. Because you can't, it, it's a terrible branding thing. Right, right, so, right. Because so with brand, with gratitude, it's like, hey, look, a lot of people think of it as like this nebulous, airy-fairy karma. You know, you give enough and eventually it'll come back. But there's no like calculated ROI with it. And that's what my company and I do. Now, here's the thing. When we, the way we brand ourselves is we can't, another mentor of mine, Gabrielle Boucher, she's fantastic. She told me, she said, Steve. You got to give people what they want so you can give them what they need. Sell them what they want so you can give them what you need. And I was like, that's exactly right. So she's like, you can't sell gratitude. You got to sell referrals. You got to sell more income. You got to sell working with people you like. You got to sell time up, more time off. Those are things people will buy. And that's what changed this whole thing for me. So that's basically what we do. Like all of our marketing is catered towards those things because those are all things small businesses want. But yeah. they also are all based on gratitude. Well, the, you know, the, everybody will say, will say, I even say it on this show, about the bottom line. People do care about the bottom line. Yes. That's why they call it the bottom line. It's basically what everything comes down to. It doesn't negate uh, gratitude. It doesn't ne negate good, good work, business ethics. What it basically says is, what at the end of the day am I, am I left with when you yeah. put all these things together? Yeah. Um, in terms of your scalability... I mean, do you feel like, is this a scalable, is appreciation advocate something that you want to scale up and make bigger? And, and what does it look like when it gets bigger? Because it is a yeah. big idea. And mm -hmm. it is one of those ideas that it's all about the execution, right? It's not like I could take your totally. idea and go, oh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to call it like mm -hmm. thankful thankers. And I'm going to start my <laughs> own, I'm going to start my own appreciation business. This is great. It's really all about 
all about what you do. Yes. But I have a similar thing in with what I do as a consultant to brands. It's like a, it's not like I'm training an army of, you know, 20 other people to do this. Yeah. So the question is, you know, what do you envision for the future of the company? I do have a very large vision for the company. Actually, I think I want to do, I don't think, I know I want to have like, right now we have a smaller like warehouse type of situation going on where it's it's not like, I wouldn't even say it's a warehouse. I would say it's more like kind of like a small, like almost like storage unit. Cause we don't have, the, the gifts go out pretty quick. So like we don't need a ton of space, but I want to have like a whole warehouse and production facility where we have almost like an, a mini Amazon kind of thing where we're almost producing our own gifts and, and, not have to outsource them anymore. That'd be kind of cool right. to be able to, to be able to just build them right in house, which we really, I would be really like to have an aspect of the business doing that. And then on top of that, I think, um, but here's the thing in my mission statement, the very last part of the mission statement, it says that we, we seek to remain affordable so that we can forever unlock the, the potential of the small business owner of the world everywhere. So I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm charging 20, 25, $30,000 for just my consulting fees. That doesn't right. even like that doesn't even count where you know you haven't bought even paid for the gifts and the shipping yet. Right, right. So like, but I don't want to cost that much because I, then I am just like every other gifting company on the market, where just to talk to them they're a five figure number, and that basically KOs every small business owner out there because as a as, when I was a new real estate agent, writing a check for any kind of money that was over like three or four grand was like a nightmare scenario for me. I was like, Oh my God, this is yeah. so terrifying. Like a lot of new businesses can't give on a level that corporate budgets, they can't compete with that. So like, that's what we do. We'll help you do that. And we don't cost $25,000 to talk to. <laughs> so right. like, so like that's the whole vision is to basically expand in size, but I don't want, I really don't want to change my price. Like I really want to keep it like below $5,000, like forever, as far as I can, as long as I can. And hopefully right. inflation doesn't ruin me, but right. <laughs> like, but right. like, I mean, the equivalent of $5,000 or below for as long as forever. For as long as forever. For as yes. long as you can. And work with more people and serve, yes. serve more, serve more small business owners and more clients. Not, yes. not I'm looking for the big ticket business that can afford 40 or $50,000. And then, yeah. you know, but what would you do at that point anyway, as far as that, you know, you could price it where you're gifted, where, it, where it's a percentage of what the, what the gift costs. Well, we do, we do some things like that where some people will go a little bit more. They see that they, Hey Steve, we got way more clients than 25. We want to do this yeah. for that's fine. That then it's just a hundred dollars a client after 25 then. Right. Like, that's it. It's like, we're really, like what I'm saying, like, we're trying yeah. to be small business focused here. So like, that's why, you know, I'm not going to charge you like another two grand for every client you have, you know, cause right. like then it basically, all right, say goodbye to your wallet and there, you know, you got no shot left. <laughs> well, you're doing the, you're doing the best thing that, that a, a company can do, a brand can do, which is put the customer first and yes. say, okay, I'm, I, I'm not trying to figure out a way to make X amount of money. I'm trying to figure out a, a thing that people need and then cater it to what they need. The worst thing is something that someone needs that they can't afford. That's like the best, that, that you is know, it. that is everything yeah. that I exist for is what you just said. That is exactly it. I've spent 10 years in my real estate career doing this stuff where I tried to find a company that could do this. And I'm like, I have to build this. Like, like what the, uh, this takes forever. And then the other thing, it's just like, and then because so many small businesses, you, because you can't sell gratitude, 
you have to put a number to it eventually. So that right. the way we sell it is systemized gratitude marketing, but like there's a number attached to it. It's 700 X is the number. Like it, for me, when right. I was, just, uh, I'd say when I was doing real estate a couple of years back before the pandemic, I, I had a budget of $12,000 for the year, which is basically a thousand dollars a month, which for a small business, that's not totally crazy, but I, I ended up spending 10, five for the year. Mm-hmm. The, the ROI I ended up with from those gratitude campaigns was 143,000. So that's a big, that's a big ROI right there. So like right. financially, it makes a ton of sense to do this. And mm-hmm. I want to be, and that's why I try to stay affordable because my mission here is not to make money off of one person. It's to, to make an impact on the way they do business. Because the other thing is they're not only going to do business. It's not only going to make their bottom line bigger, but it's going to make the overall experience for their customer better. So it's should the end user, the consumer is going to get a better use out of it too. So they're going to get a better experience. The small business owner is going to get more money. And then I'm just the vehicle that the invisible vehicle that they use. Yeah. And this could work, you know, on, on any scale. And what if someone comes to you and they have like a, like we were talking about that potential client or potential customer that, that they can't get to. And they're like, look, I've heard you guys do a great thing. I got to get, this is a big, this is a whale, this person. This is like a huge, huge thing. And I will pay for some idea that I think will work. It may take a lot more of your time. In other words, it may be like a bigger project. Is there a way to scale up for a big project? You would just do it as it comes, like that kind of thing? Yeah, so so it all depends on who the person is. It depends on how fast they want to get in touch with them. I also want to know how much they know about this person that they're trying to get a hold of. Like, mm-hmm. like if I just said, Hey, I want to go get in touch with Michael Jordan. I don't think I know about the guy <laughs> is that he's a superstar basketball player, but like right. and he's a billionaire and that's it. Like, right. I don't really know him, the person. So like, right. if you were going to try to get in touch with like a, another CEO of some kind and you couldn't reach them, what, you know, what can we do to get in touch with them? So like that, yeah, that camp, we would come up with a campaign and obviously we do, you do your homework assignment. We bring it back to our office. Again, just like all the other stuff we do, we build out a plan for you, send it to you, you sign off on it, and then we go do it. That's it. And then, but it's all approved by you. So right. I think for, for us, it's just, it's, it's not always such a huge project, but I, I, we don't want to make sh- for that kind of project, like for the one to 25 clients that we do for like, you know, your A plus clients, we don't usually do more than four gifts a year for that package for each client. I mean, four gifts per client. For the, the door opener package where you're trying to get somebody, get someone's attention, we will do more than four gifts for that. Like we could, we could do as much as like, you know, 12 gifts for that. Like maybe like once a month, that's like super frequent, which I don't, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. super, it's, it becomes predictable though. So I don't recommend doing 12, but I'd probably say like maybe somewhere between six to eight where they're getting a the gift every two months or something or some kind of, not, it doesn't even have to be a gift. Like sometimes we did this really cool thing once where, um, we had a 3d printer print out um a guy's foot going through a door like like actually like through the door and and the personal note attached was like oh my apologies it looks like i've got my foot in your door but while i'm here you know <laughs> and obviously you know you there and it's that 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 got some attention like dude this is the most creative thing ever i this is so funny it made me laugh we have we've done like we've done like messages in a bottle which is kind of cool you know having it hanging in there like anything to get someone's attention other than just like reaching out to them on email or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and just saying, Hey man, trying to do this thing. I want your attention. Well, also, you know, what you have that, that helps is a little perspective where you have a little distance from the, the target, so to speak. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not 
you know, if it's somebody's business and they're desperate to do this thing or they're really, really worried about it or they're really it's not really their their specialty and they're trying to please the client, they're gonna, they could, could possibly overthink it, be a little desperate, be a little worried, be not care enough, care too much. You know, you have that distance where you're you're about the assignment. Um, yes. you, there's no emotion of fear, uh, fear of failure, fear of overdoing it, fear, all those things. It's like that's what's good about being like a a consultant or a server, you know, a service industry or something like that. I was thinking that I love the the I keep going back to the Santa's elves things. I, I sometimes before we go try to give the the guest like a little campaign concept just for 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 you to just ruminate on. And the thing that I that I thought of now was what Santa's elves do the rest of the year. You know, you could actually advertise around the holidays and it would be appreciation advocate open january 5th or what, what cool. whatever it is you know closed closed from you know de, december 1st to yeah closed from from thanksgiving through january 2nd or whatever and the idea yeah. is uh yeah what do you think what do you think they do the rest of the year and then you're taking advantage of the holiday season but you're also standing out from every single uh you know santa's elf spot santa movie santa's thing Everything and people can't resist it. Santa's so ingrained, and you know, there's no way to re- there's no way to avoid Santa. But can't avoid Big Red, <laughs> right? You can't you can't do it. You can't avoid. It. Yeah, you can't avoid. It. Well, and no matter how creative we are, and we're both creative people, no matter how creative we are, we're we're not. We're there's nothing new under the sun. We're not going to reinvent the concept of Santa. But capitalizing yes. on all of that brand equity, and then saying, well, we're not open during this time but all these elves that are running around you know what do you what do you think santa's elves do the rest of the year well they help show for me for the yeah they work for me they work work for me they work for steve bizogany yes right exactly (laughs) yes i i have them on a contract (laughs) that's right no that's awesome well so take us out as we wrap this up with um with any any uh any points you want to make and share with the with the audience. These are people, these are all, you know, business owners themselves, creative thinkers, people that are that are looking to win new business and win new customers and they care a lot about loyalty. They care about a lot about customer loyalty, things like that. So get, maybe give them something to think about. Yeah, for sure. So I would say there's three major, major problems with gift giving that your clients can take from this call. And I want them to know what the problems are so they don't commit the problem. So the first big problem is that most client appreciation, these are these gifts, events, swag, they only make one impression as we talked about before. So you can't, you don't want to make just one impression. Nobody's going to pay. I mean, think about it. You don't want to pay 50 bucks for one impression, right? You want to pay for more impressions. More impressions is better. The second big problem is when people do give that impression, um, that impression comes in as it's, it's usually neutral or negative because it's a bad gift, which, you know, people give like, uh, I mean, when you think about it, like a gift card or a swag bag. So swags, S-W-A-G, stands for stuff we all get, except it's a different S word. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so flowers are dead in a week. Food is go- eaten and gone. Bottle of champagne is drinking and gone. Branded items or promotions are not gifts. You know, a th- the, the just a thank you email gets trashed or forgotten about if, it, if it's even opened. So like those are the other things. Those are neutral or negative gifts. So and then the third big problem here, and this is the one that really kind of kills all small businesses in terms of client appreciation, is the feedback loop 
of gift giving is a complete, total, massive lie. No one comes up to you after you give them a gift and says, yo, dude, your gift sucks. Take this crap back. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no one's going to say that. So they're always going to say, oh, my God, that's so nice. This is so great. Like, thank you. Turn around and re-gift it or turn around and give it up to, you know, Goodwill or whatever. Um, so the feedback loop is a lie. So that's why you got to – you have to know the science behind gift giving so that you can actually do it right and that it actually lands right and it stays there and makes the impressions that you want it to because the impressions are what's going to get you paid in the future and what's going to get you those referrals in the future. If you liked the show, yes, and it worked for you, yes, and subscribe and leave a yes, five-star review, yes, tell all your friends, yes, get your branding here, yes, get your branding here, yes, did I make it clear, yes, get your branding on, yes, before they're gone, yes.